Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. I hope the weekend treated you well. I know it did for me. Saturday night, which was last night, I went to the Denver Supercross and got to see my favorite writer, Eli Tomac, take the championship. It was just one of the best days of my life, and I'm going to explain to you exactly why that is. It was just, it was like a dream come true, man, and that's what this episode is going to be about, how to manifest abundance into your life, how to get those things you really want, and how to have experiences that are similar to the experience that I just had that almost seem like they're of a dream that you never thought would be possible, but by using these laws by becoming this kind of guy, you can attract that to yourself. So before we jump into the content, I want to ask you a question. Yes, you, the listener. If you could attend a sporting event or a music event and like get backstage, right? Get to meet the people who you want to meet. Get to experience like backstage access or like at the Super Bowl, the NFL Super Bowl. Get to meet your favorite team and celebrate with them after winning the Super Bowl. Who would that be? Like some of you guys are into soccer, some of you guys are into baseball, golf, some of you guys are really into music. Like what would be the ideal situation of you being there and getting like backstage access, getting to meet all your heroes and getting to like hang out with them and like take pictures with them? Like what would that look like? Okay, now that you have that in your head, I want you to feel how good that would feel. I want you to really pretend that you're there right now. You're chopping it up with perhaps your favorite music artist or your favorite soccer player and you're like taking pictures with him or like they just won the championship and you're standing there holding the trophy with the guy and somebody takes a picture of you and you get to have that picture for the rest of your life. Okay, now that you have that in your head, that literally happened for me yesterday. And I don't want you guys to get peanut butter and jealous because this is gonna happen to you too when I teach you the following laws that I'm excited to share with you today. But bro, just like brother to brother, warrior to warrior, friend to friend, bro, that happened for me, man. I was so pumped. I haven't even fully processed exactly all the shit that happened. So I'm gonna tell the story real quick. A lot of you guys won't be interested. You just wanna get to the content, but I just have to share this story. So there's a dude who listens to the podcast. I'm not gonna put his name out there because my podcast is unfortunately slightly controversial because I teach guys how to attract women. Even though all I do is teach you guys to become the best man you can be, some people, especially from the quote unquote woke crowd, have a problem with what I do. I get a lot of hate mail, I get a lot of people misunderstanding what I do. So unfortunately, I can't do a direct shout out to this individual, but you know who you are, brother, and from the bottom of my heart, thank you. He reached out to me, we kind of became friends, and he's a big influence with like Supercross racing. So long story short, he hooked me up with basically backstage access to the Supercross scene, and I was able to get into places and meet guys that I wouldn't been able to meet otherwise. So I get to the Supercross, and I meet the person who's gonna show me around, and brother, if you're listening, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I can't even express to you. I mean, you could see it on my face, but I cannot express to you how much I appreciate it. And he went above and beyond, like way above and beyond and got me introduced to a lot of writers. A lot of you guys won't know who they are, but I'm just going to list them. I got to meet Eli Tomac, John Tomac, Hunter Lawrence, Adam Entignap, Justin Brayton, a bunch of mechanics that I'm big fans of, a bunch of team managers. I got to see the KTM truck, the Honda HRC truck, 
I got to go on the Dunlop tires truck and see that. Like this is access that 99% of people don't get to have. So this was before the race. So before the race, I get introduced to all these people. I get shown around. It was like backstage access. And I was like that fanboy, right? Like a lot of guys get on the phone with me in my free one-on-one breakthrough session. And they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to Mark Singh. And I'm sitting there like, bro, I'm just a dude, right? I'm just a regular guy. Don't be nervous. Don't sweat it. It's no big deal. It's just two boys chopping it up. I was kind of that dude, right? When I was meeting these guys, I was like that girl when she meets Justin Bieber, she's like flipping her hand real quick. She's like, oh my God, oh my God. I was that dude, but I kept it cool boys because I've been under many social pressure situations with hot girls. So I didn't let them see it. But inside I was like, holy fucking shit, dude. I'm standing in the HRC truck, chopping it up with Hunter Lawrence, getting shown the drawers, getting shown like all this stuff. And like Justin Brayton standing there just eating his food and we're all chopping it up. And I'm like, fuck dude, this is like a dream come true. So to get to the best part of the story, the freaking Supercross happens. Eli Tomac, who's a native of Colorado, he wins the championship, which basically means I think there's 14 races or 16 races. The person who has the most points at the end of the season gets the championship. Well, Eli Tomac won it a week early in Denver, which is his home state. And the freaking stadium was apoplectic with rage, man. The whole place was shaking just supporting this dude as he won his championship. So the championship ends. I go back with the guy who was kind of touring me around and his buddy's like, hey, man, you want to go to Tomac's tent? And I was like, is there a mustache in Mexico? Of course I want to go to Tomac's tent. So as we're walking towards the Yamaha truck, Tomac rides the Yamaha, we hear his motorcycle just being revved, right? Like, because they were trying to basically blow the engine because they just won the championship. So we get in the tent and there's all these dudes in blue, like the whole team is there and there's only like 30 people. The whole team is there celebrating. Tomac's family is there. John Tomac, his dad, who I'm a huge fan of, was there. Like all these faces that I've seen hundreds of times on videos, they're all there and they're just revving this thing. And it was so loud and all this smoke is pouring out of the bike. And then my friend's like, dude, reach over and rev it. So I got to rev fucking Tomac's championship bike as they were trying to roach this engine, right? So that whole thing happens. Then as time goes on, I'm talking to John Tomac, who's Eli Tomac's dad. And we're talking about hunting and other families in the Supercross scene. I was like plugged in to these tippity top guys in this scene. Then, and this is the dream part, I get pulled over by the guy who was showing us around. He's like, hey man, I want you to take a picture with Eli Tomac holding his fucking championship trophy. Are you kidding me right now? So we take a picture of me, Marissa, and Eli Tomac holding his fucking trophy. I could not believe that happened. It was like out of a dream. And in some way I've been imagining that for years. What I really had been imagining though, was just getting on the track, getting backstage access, getting to talk to these dudes. And that was always like my intention. And we did get to walk the track too, which is something I always wanted to do. It is insane how huge those jumps are. It's ridiculous what these guys do. I highly suggest Monster Energy Supercross. You can just YouTube it and YouTube the Denver 2022 race. You'll kind of see what all the hype was about. But anyway, man, so I get back from that experience. We take the guy who was showing us around out to dinner and we get all these stories from him. He's pretty famous himself. I'm not going to put his name out there, but he's really famous too. And I'm just like laying in bed like, dude, what the fuck just happened? And this has happened to me many times in my life. Like sometimes when I get clients, like you guys listening, I'll just like close out the Zoom call and I'll kind of sit there for a few moments and I'll, I'll send them a prayer. I really will. I'll be like, brother, I am going to change your life over the next three months. 
Thank you for putting your trust in me. I am going to give my blood, sweat, and tears to you. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Jason, for example, Jason, I got you, bro. We are gonna change your life with this coaching. And I'm always in that appreciative state of awe kind of consciousness, always thanking the universe, God, whatever you wanna call it, for the gifts that have been given to me. And what I found is that to attract abundance to yourself, you need to have two states. The first state, as I just mentioned, is appreciation. And even if you have nothing right now, you just appreciate what you have. You just appreciate the fact that you have ears to listen to this podcast. You have a voice to speak your truth. You have legs to walk on because some people don't. You have two arms, two eyes, whatever it is that you have. When you send thanks out to the universe, source energy, again, I'm just gonna call it the universe, okay? When you send out that energy to that God essence, it attracts to you more of what you're thinking. Think of the universe as a gigantic mail order catalog. When you put thanks out there for those things that you already have and focus on what you want to attract, such as me laying in bed for literally probably 30 years because I've been watching Monster Energy Supercross since I was 12, right? Just kind of thinking about like, how sick would it be to walk through those trucks, to see the mechanics, to get backstage access, to walk on the track? How sick would that be? And I imagine myself there probably thousands of times without even really consciously doing it. Like I didn't even try to attract this situation to myself. It just manifested because it's something I'm passionate about. So I'm constantly imagining it and being it that I'm constantly in a state of appreciation and attitude of gratitude as Dr. Demartini talks about, then I get to attract those people, those situations, those circumstances into my life. Now, you guys have probably heard about this. If you haven't, check out the movie, The Secret. It talks all about this. And that's step one of attracting to yourself what you want is by being appreciative, even for those things that you may be slightly resentful about, like your shitty car or your shitty job. At least you have a car, bro. At least you have a job, brother. Some people don't. So you start by thanking those things and literally do it every day. Get yourself in a state of appreciation and just list those things off. Thank you for giving me this heartbeat, for letting me be born in a time and place in history that is unprecedented as far as the amount of abundance that we are able to experience. If you're listening to this from United States, Canada, Australia, England, and even some other countries, you are living like a king compared to what most people have to endure in the world. And even those people who are poor in the world, they're living a lot better than people did even 300 years ago. So just being appreciative of all the opportunity you have will attract you more opportunity. When you complain about your lack, you get more lack. When you're bitter about your life situation, you're gonna get more to be bitter about. Remember, the universe is nothing but a gigantic mirror. It reflects back to you what you throw at it. All right, now we understand how important appreciation is in your day-to-day -day life, and I strongly suggest each of you guys make a daily habit. I like to do it before I go to bed at night or even when I'm laying in bed of just appreciating those things that you have in your life every single day. Just say, thank you, I appreciate this. And you can even say to God or the universe, whatever, I love you. Thank you for this. Thank you for this gift. Because everything you have right now, bro, was given to you. It is a gift. And it can be taken from you just that quickly. We could even say it's not even yours. It's being lent to you graciously with compassion and with generosity. And still, we often say, man, I don't have enough. I want more. Why can't I be like that guy? Why can't I experience going to the Monster Energy Supercross and, and being in Eli Tomac's tent as they partied it up? 
Well, for the person who would say that, maybe he's not appreciative enough. I don't know a specific situation, but I know this is like magic when it comes to manifesting things into your life. The second tip, which is actually more important than the first one, is what's called karmic marketing. Karmic marketing. And by the way, I'm actually recording this part about three days later because my voice fucking gave out, dude. Why? Because on Saturday night, I was so pumped about Eli Tomac getting his trophy. I freaking yelled so much that my voice just gave out completely while doing the podcast. So I was like, damn, that sucks. So I'm doing this part a few days later. And what's crazy, swear to God, true story, is I was contacted by that very guy I mentioned, Dr. D. Martini, and he's coming onto my podcast. Like, I'm telling you, this freaking law of attraction thing, this being abundant, this being appreciative, and this karmic marketing thing that I'm about to introduce to you really does work. I'm going to interview this dude, and he was on the movie The Secret. He's like a really famous guy, and he's coming on to the UMP, boys. That's what the hell I'm talking about. So karmic marketing is giving exactly what you want to get. Now, a lot of clients come to me, and they're always like, man, women always reject me. They always turn me away. A lot of times it's because you're trying to take something from them, right? Take their time, take their energy, take their conversation, take their panties off, take their sex. A lot of guys go into interactions with women and all they wanna do is take, take, take. So one of the first things I tell my clients when they first begin the program, my three-month coaching program, is all I want you to do for the first two weeks is I want you to approach and eject, which means approach girls, ask them a quick question and leave. But in doing that, I want you to give good energy. Now, this doesn't mean being a spaz. It doesn't mean taking the balls out of your nutsack and juggling them for her. No, it just means going up with good energy, feeling good inside yourself. In fact, I can open a girl very calmly, and as long as I'm feeling good in my heart, like I know that I'm feeling probably about 5% better than she's feeling, it's almost always going to go well. Why? Because people, particularly women, are always looking to get into a better state than the state they're currently in. And the way oftentimes they get state is from men. Masculinity gives, femininity takes. So when you go up to a woman and you feel better than she feels, we're kinesthetic by nature. We get state from other people's states because states are contagious. So when you go up and you give, once again, that concept of karmic marketing, karmic meaning you put it out there, it comes back to you, marketing meaning putting out stuff that hopefully will result in a benefit for you or your business, when you do that, she's gonna get more attracted to you. So instead of thinking, I wanna get this girl's phone number, I wanna get this girl into my bed, say to yourself, what can I give her? Even if it's a nice compliment. Now, as I spoke about with compliments last week, Compliments are oftentimes landmines with women, but what I will do on occasion is compliment her outfit. Hey, listen, had to let you know, I think your outfit's really cute. Keep up the good work and I'll like high five her. And while I'm doing it, I'm simply feeling good and I'm giving that to her. Sometimes, even when I approach a girl, I'll be like feeling my heart and like trying to push that energy into her and I swear on everything holy, they can feel it because it usually goes well for me and it goes good for my clients when they have this giving mentality. Now, when it comes to money, and a lot of you guys are gonna hate hearing this, if you wanna make more money, you gotta give that money away, boys. And I know a lot of you are like, dude, what the fuck? I can hardly pay my bills. I can hardly make rent this month. My car is a jalopy with a burrito decal on the hood because Taco Bell gives me 50 bucks a month to advertise their poop pellets. And when I say poop pellets, it would probably be better for Taco Bell just to like pump the burrito straight into your toilet because that's what's going to end up anyway. But 
A lot of you guys are like, dude, what is this dude talking about? But I'm telling you, brother, just listen to me. What I do is I give 5% of my revenue to charity. And I'm telling you, the money comes back to you like tenfold. And the most important thing about karmic marketing, when you give, you have to feel it. You have to feel it. Don't just give arbitrarily with no emotion behind it. What I do is I get myself into a state of deep compassion. Like lately, I've been donating to um, Action Against Hunger. They help feed hungry children in Africa. And then I just gave a pretty decent chunk of money to the Sioux Indian Relief Foundation because I've been really into like Sioux Indian history and I've been watching it. And like that podcast last week with Midnight Express with that drum circle and the chanting, I've just really been into Native American stuff. So I felt that resonance with it. And then when I gave, I really felt that compassion for people who need my help. I even sometimes get like a tear in my eye when I read the stories about hungry children in Africa who are gonna be helped by the couple grand that I just donated. When you do something like that, that karmically comes back to you and the universe says, oh really? I wanna give you more. Because this is what I believe and this has been oftentimes scientifically proven, but perhaps more importantly, this is what almost all religions say. The universe is abundance, okay? There's not a lack of water in the universe. There's not a lack of oxygen in our atmosphere. There's not a lack of sunshine every day when the sun is out. There's abundance. There's trillions and trillions and trillions of microorganisms that are born every single day. The universe, if you look outside, is abundant. And what's really interesting is that abundance is not depleted. There is still the same amount of water on this earth as there was 2,000 years ago at the time of Jesus. There's still the exact same amount of gold on this earth than there ever has been. If you have anything that's gold, there's a very high likelihood that a Roman or an Aztec or a South African held that gold in his hand through antiquity, and now you're holding it in your hand. When a tree is planted in a fertile soil, that soil chemically and scientifically is not depleted at all, even though an entire tree will grow out of it and bear fruits. And what happens each season? That tree bears new fruits. The universe is abundant. And the law of abundance is this. When you become an outlet of abundance, giving from what you have to give, you get more. Because the universe is always looking for those channels. It's looking for a guy like you who gives freely from his abundance. And when you become that channel, the universe is going to pump more abundance to you. And that's why, guys, I give so freely on this podcast. That's why when people write me, I give so freely of my materials. That's why I just give, give, give. And then what happens? I get awesome, spectacular clients. I get situations like going to the Supercross and getting to party it up with Eli Tomac and his team. I get situations like Dr. D. Martini literally contacting me between when I recorded the first part of this podcast and the second part, and he's like, I wanna come on your podcast. And if you listen to the first part of this episode, I actually mentioned him. That's what the hell I'm talking about. This shit is super powerful, and it begins with giving. Give what you wanna get back. If you're lonely, then give friendship. If you're cold, then make somebody else warm. If you're hungry, then feed somebody else. It's that universal law that gives back through the concept of karmic marketing, that which you give to others. And that's the big irony of being a human being. Our egos are always in it for ourselves, aren't they? It's always like, what can I get? Fuck other people, I'm in it for me. Take, 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 I'm only looking out for myself. But there are many ironies in life. And one of them is the more you give, the more you get back in return. The more you take, the more you get taken from you. That is the universal law, and that is also fortified 
by that feeling of appreciation, that attitude of gratitude. As Dr. John Demartini, who's coming onto my podcast in a few weeks, will always say, when you have gratitude, it supports that giving because you're giving thanks to the universe. And we can almost look at the universe or God, if you will, as like a parent who says, hey, the more you appreciate what I'm doing for you, the more I'm gonna wanna do for you. But when you have a kid who just takes, 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 is selfish, is a little brat, you're like, fuck you, I don't wanna give you any more cookies. I don't wanna give you any more attention. You're not appreciative of it. And it's that same concept of the father of you, the creator of you, or whatever you wanna call it, it's the universal law. How do I know this is true? Because I've seen it play out in my life right now in this very episode that I'm recording. It played out with Dr. John Demartini. And the amount of monetary wealth I get because of how much I give, the amount of attention from girls that I get because I give them attention, the amount of champions that I get to meet through this beautiful podcast that has brought so much abundance into my life. Because you give, 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 the universe says, there's a good channel, pump more into him. But that other dude who's a taker, who's selfish, who's stabbing other people in the back for his own gain, I'm not gonna give much to him because he hasn't quite figured it out. So two ways to live a life of abundance. First of all, appreciate right now what you have. Give thanks, be in awe of all the abundance that the universe has provided you. And the second thing is karmic marketing. Give what you wanna get back in return and your life will take on a cadence that will blow your mind as it has mine. All right, gentlemen, I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to my podcast. Seriously, thank you. I know your time is valuable and I am giving you the best information I can. I'm appreciative for everything that you've done for me. And what I want you to do is pay that forward. Be appreciative to somebody else. Give somebody else some value. Try to help somebody. Try to be positive in this world rather than a negative. We have enough negative. I want the unapologetic man army to be a positive influence in this world because we need those positive, peaceful warriors like yourself if we're really gonna make a permanent change. I draw podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays. Like I said, Dr. John Demartini is coming on my podcast. I don't know exactly when, probably a couple of weeks from now, but really stay tuned for that because his wisdom, it's like Socrates, man. This guy is super wise. He's, he's older, he's 67, but like the amount of wisdom he has to share with you is absolutely phenomenal, so look out for that. As always, I'm gonna try to drop the absolute best content I can on Mondays and Thursdays, and gentlemen, I will see you in the next episode.